0: We can make fun of the way we dressed when we made this music, but the important part is, is that we don't remember. The Guns and Radio Podcast! Turn it up, people. Welcome to Guns and Radio. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host. I'm Bertram. And our debut episode here, we're going to be going through Welcome to the Jungle, which is very apropos since it is our first episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, I felt like it was the right choice for the first episode. thing you've got the the origin of everything that we know and love in this great community.
0: Yeah. The Guns N' Roses community. You know, what a time to be a Guns N' Roses fan, <laughs> especially nowadays, you know, with the I leaks know. going on and everything. It's oh insane. dude, I
1: know, man. Did you get did you get to hear the the fan remix? I think it was should I say who it was? We don't want yeah, to, why not? We don't want to incriminate anybody. Okay, so I'm sorry, Remix Silkworms today.
0: Oh yeah, I saw he added the chorus and everything.
1: Yes, I know. That sounded really good. I mean, it sounded a lot better than I thought it was going to.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: But this is a show for you guys. For you, the fans out there.
0: As for the guns say, community.
1: That's right, we're just kind of figuring it out as we go. We're not going to... We're not going to... We're going we're gonna to let this become what it's going to become, organically.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I like that. I think that's going to be fun. We're definitely ripping off because people are going to call us on it, so we need to say this right from the beginning. We realize Pot of Thunder has already done this. We realize that. Not with Guns N' Roses, though. They did it with Kiss. So, yes, it's basically... uh, I feel like we're we're pretty different, though, what we've got in mind. It's going to be a little more different, but basically, you know, Pot of Thunder inspired this show. To create the track by track genre of a program.
0: Very much so, yeah. We're just gonna review track by track. Not necessarily go in like an order of the albums and everything. We're gonna do. I know, Birch, you set up the lottery style that we're gonna do. So it's gonna be yes. from sort of one era to maybe a different era. So we could go from like Appetite for Destruction to Chinese Democracy, and even possibly cover even the recent leaks as well.
1: Oh, yes, and even some live tracks are in there. Some demos uh, from the box set and uh, other demos that maybe aren't from the box set that uh, that we all know about at this point, like Crash Diet, I know, is in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me pull this up, and I'll tell you what we'll do, because we're going to have to get it ready anyway for the, uh, for the end of the show, because at the end of the show today, we're going to spin the wheel here and... Uh, it's kind of like that show Whammy or Pressure uh-huh. Luck. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel and find out what we get for next week, so that way you guys will know what awesome thing you can uh, you can uh, have to tune into. Uh, Atlas shrugged. I did put it in here. Now we're gonna have to alter. We'll have to tweak the format a little bit when we get to some of the leaks, though. I feel like so. Don't get your hopes up on us playing the leaks. We might just put in ice cream music or something like that in the end. Yeah,
0: because we will get our asses sued and probably put in jail for 25 to life. So.
1: Yeah, it's never a good thing because I, I, this is what I see happening. I feel like uh, like you get a knock on the door and you open it and then there's like Fernando Labias with a SWAT, t- with a SWAT team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> oh, that's going <laughs> that Fernando? Oh, not much, buddy. Uh... Heard you got a few songs there that uh should have been <laughs> should have been playing on the internet.
0: <laughs> should have been having it in the first place at this point, man.
1: Comes in, he sees your Xbox. Ooh, and he sits down while they interrogate you. He's just playing on your Xbox. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what's the game he's always playing? Um, oh, I can't. I can't think of it. Is it the the soccer game?
0: Uh, probably. Yeah, it's probably. I was gonna say Brazilian, South American. Definitely, those people are crazy into FIFA and football. <laughs> or sorry, you no know, European football, soccer. We call it. Right, right, right. Yeah,
1: I forget that. I forget to to remember the international audience when describing football. That's how that's how little I talk about football. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. What did you think about perhaps that? Can, well, well, you well. Know, Let's just give a little, a little, a little quick thought on perhaps thumbs up, for thumbs sure. down because it's uh, going to get its own episode eventually.
0: Yeah, I've only listened to it like a few times so far, but like I'm giving it a thumbs up just for the piano alone in that song. It's very catchy. It's sounds beat. I like it. Right. I'm digging it. And I, I think Brian it. May is on that too. Are
1: we? Have we confirmed those are real? Because I get a little suspicious when a leak comes out that we've never heard anything about ever before.
0: Yeah. Well, I know for sure he did the solo on Catcher. But I'm pretty sure this is also this one, and I think there apparently there's another song with Brian May. So there's a whole trilogy of Brian May GNR songs.
1: Was that the, uh, what was the name of the other one, um, that came out this weekend? Or it didn't come out, it leaked out this weekend. Yeah,
0: State of Grace came out the same day.
1: Yeah, State of Grace. So I put those in there, even though it's not 100% confirmed. Yeah. You know, I'm a little bit skeptical, but I've heard enough, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, to justify them being there. Oh, absolutely. So, those are going to be some interesting episodes when we do get to those, though. Definitely. Which brings our grand total of everything, because I don't want to spoiler everything, so when one of the surprise ones comes up in a future episode, that'll be fun. Like, what? They're doing that song you know? So uh, I will tell you this. There is 101 songs currently in the database that we're going to shuffle from. Every time we pick one, uh, it goes away. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, that does include Welcome to the Jungle. So at some point, I'm going to have to have a double spin because I wasn't thinking. uh, Maybe I can just take that out. Oh, yeah, it did let me just take it out. How about that? Things are not usually that easy. So there's exactly 100 songs in the database now and if they release a new album and that's gonna be a big if because what do you think about that do you think they're actually going to release that damn album
0: um in typical guns and roses fashion they will take their sweet ass time in doing so
1: <laughs> i definitely agree there was that uh they yeah. not shot down the terminator rumor haven't they we know that's not how
0: uh slash did yeah on eddie trunks show
1: Okay. Do we get that rumor every time there's a Terminator movie? Because I seem to remember hearing that in the past.
0: Yeah, I swear it's like every time there's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie coming out, or even like a Nicolas Cage movie, because we all know they're like very associated with Axel, like yeah. in the in the past of like guns history.
1: Yeah, that is true. Nicolas Cage, the last person I ever expect to introduce GNR when we were in Vegas was Nicolas Cage.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, that was in twenty uh, fourteen, I think it was, or even earlier.
1: I think it was actually,
0: uh, 2014. yeah. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, it was at like some uh metal show or something.
1: Was he on that metal show, Michael Nicholas Cage?
0: No, I don't know it was um oh sorry, it's like the Golden Gods Award show or whatever. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. When
0: he uh gave Axel the lifetime achievement. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think uh, when they did the first Vegas residency, was it the first one or the second one where Andrew Dice Clay performed?
0: I think it was the first, I think it was definitely one of them for probably the fourth first one where they opened for him or whatever.
1: I don't know. Well, Andrew, well, Dice was a surprise because I remember now that's, that's it, it, it's the same night. The only reason I know it's the same night is because. Uh, while we were in the crowd waiting on uh waiting on the show to start, we're looking around the uh the audience and everything and uh, just kind of getting a feel for our environment and whatnot. And uh up in the balcony, uh Dice was sitting at a table with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And we could all see that. And then at some point we're sitting there waiting, 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 and then all of a sudden a guy comes up with a mic stand plops in on the stand or on the stage and walks away. And Andrew Dice Clay walks out, and he did about 30, 45 minutes or so of stand up. And that was it. I know it was really funny, though, because you've heard, you, I'm sure everybody out there has heard Dice do his play his set. And uh, there was a little girl in the audience when we got there. Uh, and this kid was probably between the ages of maybe 8 to 10 and uh like to the point she was directly behind me and i let her in front of me because like we were in the front row so i let the little kid in front of me so she could see the stage and everything because i could still see over her head just fine you know what i'm saying yeah been a tall kid she'd have been SOL. well <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so the little kid's sitting there in the right in the front row while andrew dice clay is doing his set where he talks about hookers and god everything else just being dice <laughs> oh but i remember getting mad because the guy her dad bitched about it after the set was over and he was like this is supposed to be a family show and i turned around and i looked at him and i did dude have you ever seen this fucking band before (laughs) so what part of any of this led you to believe that this was going to be a family show And he goes, well that was a little over the time. Says, so the rest of us shouldn't be denied a good time because some guy brought his fucking kid to a gun show?
0: Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that, that is that's just fucking stupid.
1: Do you have a do you have a live story you want to tell us before we get started?
0: Um oh. Something interesting that may have happened. Um all right. Not nothing right now. Actually, I can't really think of anything.
1: Really, you never got in a fight with a security yeah. guard or anything.
0: No, well, I was just, you know, maybe like funny shit. Because I remember wanting to go see GNR in it was twenty, yeah, beginning of twenty ten. They did the whole mini Canadian tour. Yeah. And like that. Axel, as usual in that era, was like hours upon hours late. <laughs> and I think he made some joke. I remember this is from the Toronto show. He made some joke yeah. about like, oh. The radio guy said I should be on the on the stage at like 2 a.m. When he says, oh, I guess I'm here early or something. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: well, at least he listens. Hey, that's something we, we, we now know about Axel. All right. Well, yeah. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, what we're going to be using, if you want to listen along with us or watch along with what we're seeing, go check out the Welcome to the Jungle music video on the Guns N' Roses Vivo. That's what we're going to be kind of taking a look at here. Mm-hmm. and uh we're gonna we're we're not just gonna dissect the video though we're gonna dissect the song, so I'm just gonna try not to look at it just too much, but mm-hmm. we may talk about some of the things we see in the video because it's got a very uh a very eighties story. It's basically uh poison fallen angel It's mm-hmm. basically the same music video
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Raxel runs into the homeless guy, yeah, and then it's just like him being desensitized to everything, which is really it's an interesting visual for sure.
1: Yeah, it is. It's an interesting story how he becomes part of it by the end.
0: Yeah. And that's kinda like what the whole song really was about. It was from right. like the some one homeless guy is like, Do you know where you are? You in the jungle, baby
1: <laughs> Right, right. It definitely is. And uh, this was uh, their first uh, this was their first single, wasn't it? This was definitely the first music video.
0: The first music video, for sure, was actually the second single. I was doing my research. "It's So Easy" was the first single off Appetite. Oh, take.
1: okay. Was yeah. uh, now I know it wasn't "Sweet Child" though the first one to go number one.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say. For, yeah, I think that was the first because this peaked at I think number seven on the Hot 100.
1: Okay, but didn't yeah. did it not? Uh, this is how the story. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the way I understand the story. Uh, MTV would not play GNR. Yeah. Um. Or would not play this music video. And finally, they agreed to play it at, like, what, four in the morning on a Sunday or some shit?
0: Yeah, I have it here. David Geffen made a deal. They played it one time, 5 a.m. on a Sunday. And then they got numerous calls saying, play that again. And, like, it just came into the rotation.
1: And that's how it happened. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's get started. Let's see what all the hype's about, Chris. I forgot Farm Boy Axel right here at the front, by the way.
0: Yes. old good old Indiana Axel.
1: <laughs> he comes out. Che- yeah, Chewing on a piece of, what is that, wheat, I guess?
0: <laughs> yeah, like corn wheat or something. I was like, oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> that is the most Southern stereotype you can have. And you know what's bad? I'm from the South, and I have seen that before. But it's usually a guy wearing overalls. He should have came out in, like, a straw hat and some overalls, like this redneck Axel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would have been Perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's this there's a bluegrass video that's made out just like this except he gets off the bus holding a banjo instead of <laughs> a briefcase
0: <laughs> perfect film that shit
1: right 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 all right here we go but you know i think he's still wearing eyeliner how weird is that the 80s were uh, a strange time
0: good old guyliner man <laughs> never feels to amaze
1: Okay, so you know when they play it live, that opening riff, the da that part? Yeah, and it,
0: like Echo Zone and everything?
1: Yeah. That has got to be the hardest damn thing to play on guitar. Have you ever heard people try to cover that and nobody? Like, they could get the whole damn song perfect, but that one part right at the open, I've never heard anybody else do that, right, that wasn't on the GNR stage. And even then, other people kind of played it differently.
0: Yeah. I-
1: but if, have you ever noticed, like, you hear, like, a cover band or something... And it just sounds like, a, it sounds like they're trying but failing. I don't know how to describe it.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, here and there. It, it's it's definitely something that's like, it's interesting. Because it's a nice, like, those few notes, like, basically grab your attention and all that. But it is very, like, something tough to play. I even tried covering this stuff because I play guitar, like, here and there or whatever. Uh-huh. And it is definitely, like, it's, an, it's, a, it's interesting to get a hold of that, you know.
1: Oh, that's nice. I didn't know you played, so that's cool. So then you could tell us about the arrangements and things, because that's another rumor I've heard about this about this, uh, this song, is that the arrangements are kind of uh, out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's with, like a lot of Guns N' Roses songs. It's nothing like, there are not like 4-4 four, four beats, they're like all over the place.
1: So they just basically do whatever the hell they want, and somehow it just comes together and works.
0: Yeah, the genesis of GNR is basically just giving a big middle finger to everyone and anything.
1: <laughs> Let's go back in. I want to say that scream in the beginning... I don't think it took me a while to hear that. Mm-hmm. Have you, did, 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 do you know what I'm talking about? Like at the beginning, where Axel's like, Wah! but it's like it's like mixed down.
0: Yeah, I'm it's like, like mixed into. The, it's really mixed well into the track.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't stand out like like it does when he's live and he's like, you're gonna die. You know, he does. Yeah,
0: out. and you hear him do like the little Wah! like this. It's like he's like growling almost live. It's like weird. Yeah, which just adds out. the intensity.
1: Oh yeah. Good build up. Good build up. And then we get the explosion with the drums there. And then I interrupted it. That's how we <laughs> roll. <laughs> Oh, wait one second. So I'm noticing in the video Slash has his top hat by the point that I guess this was actually filmed. So we're seeing a lot of GNR live here. Have you seen the video from the live show that they they were actually playing a live show? Do you remember where this was? Was this at the Roxy or, or the... It
0: was somewhere in L.A. I, think, I don't it? know where. I forget where, but it was definitely like on the Sunset Strip somewhere.
1: Bad honestly. See, now, see, that's gonna be me getting my ass handed to me yeah. on the forums and shit. Now, for, for not mm-hmm. knowing
0: that. to say, if anyone knows that, man, you can send us, send us a message, send us a tweet. Like,
1: yeah, we will read your cause... tweets in a future episode. Most of them. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna we'll get, try to. <laughs> we're gonna get so many. Uh, kill yourself. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh man, you. welcome. It's 2019 <laughs> in the internet. That's the real fucking jungle here.
1: Damn right. <laughs> It's like the jungles if all of the fucking parrots and all of the animals just went by I was like, kill yourself!
0: Yeah, man. Hashtag cancel culture, buddy. It's fucking crazy <laughs> out here. Alright, play.
1: Okay, so I wonder if the footage in the video that they used of uh, the cops beating people up and shit if that's like actual cops beating people up footage,
0: I would say so for sure. I think so.
1: Think they had the budget to recreate it? <laughs> Yet
0: that then no. This was probably built on like a shoestring budget. I would be surprised. It was probably like a hundred grand to make this video.
1: <laughs> Most likely, didn't they get? a... Have you heard the story about when they first got signed and Axel got mad because uh, the bank wouldn't let him open up a, a bank account under the name Axel Rose? Really. Yeah, so apparently, uh, I don't remember where I heard this from, and it may not be true at all, but I heard that uh, Axel was mad that the uh, uh, bank wouldn't let him open up a bank account under the name Axel Rose. So uh, what he did, because he hadn't legally changed it yet, so what he did was uh, he walked around L.A. uh, in the streets. They were practically homeless, so they spent a lot of time (coughs) on the streets. Uh, with like a yeah. hundred grand or something like that, like maybe twenty or thirty thousand dollars in his sock or something.
0: Interesting. Well, I don't think Axel Rose is even his like legal name at that time. I don't know if he changed it or not.
1: No, hasn't he changed it a couple of times?
0: I think he's now W Axel Rose. I believe.
1: Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Have you noticed? Uh, how long did it take? Uh, do you think, or I don't know, I sure wasn't alive. But uh, do you know about how long it took for this to become a football mainstay, or was it just an instant hit like that from the get go? Because it fits so um, well.
0: No, the thing with Appetite though, like it didn't like hit like number one instantly. It didn't sell like that much for like a good year. Then like the video started coming in and all that stuff. Yeah, and then I think it a while. went. Yeah, it took him a good year, I think it was. To actually and so, put out a video. I say to answer that question, like when it became like a huge football thing, probably like 10 years later after this.
1: Hmm. See, that's my disadvantage because I don't really, really watch football and stuff, but I remember going to school and, hmm. uh, you know, the band would be playing because uh, back, you know, when you go to like high school shit they always have the high school band playing rather than most of the time rather than playing music over the speaker in between plays and shit yeah and they have the band playing and stuff and uh i remember they would play welcome to the jungle and they would play iron man and uh uh oh god what was his name the guy that went to jail for child porn child porn guy <laughs> oh
0: fuck oh
1: man if I hadn't been trying to think, of it, but it's that boom, 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 hey, boom, 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 boom. Gary Glitter.
0: Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, fucking Jock Jams.
1: <laughs> I know, man. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a review sometime. We'll review Jock Jams in the future when we run that's out a, of shit to do.
0: That's a bonus episode for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Share the shit out of this episode so that we'll be more encouraged to set up a Patreon and give you more content. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back in. You know, everybody has huge hair in this video, and I know that wasn't a main look for the Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. Band at that time, but it was in music. But they didn't really uh, stick with it after this video, because I, I guess because of the success of this one. Because remember, they didn't release it so easy till like what 2018.
0: Until yeah, till the, the the box set came out. Yeah, so last year. Been,
1: was that 16 then? Maybe.
0: No, no, it was last year. The the box, the Appetite, uh, Locked and Loaded, all the box that stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was last year.
1: It was last year. Okay, so that yeah. was so it was 2018 then.
0: Yeah, so it was over a little over thirty years.
1: Yeah, okay. Do you remember uh, when we heard about the It's So Easy for the first time with Sebastian Bach talking about it? He kind of teased don't. it. Really? Now, all I remember saying, see, say, uh, Axel said he wouldn't release it because he thought it was corny, and then it was a radio. It was uh, Axel was on a radio show with Sebastian Bach. I guess it was Eddie Trunk.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: those years ago, and oh, it was all
0: uh, six, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I believe so. Like, yeah, Axel cause I was, was one, in yeah. town. Because uh, so Sebastian was the guest.
0: And yeah, Axel and Chris was Jericho town. was there, too, I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jericho was there. And uh, it was like, dude, you want me to call him? I'll call him. And he's like, yeah, I'm on my way. So he came up to the station, and um, they talked about it. And, uh, yeah, he said he wouldn't release it because it was corny and or cheesy. And mm-hmm. uh, Sebastian was like, yeah, man, but it's the good kind of cheesy. <laughs>
0: that's such a Bach response though <laughs> rock and roll man yeah uh,
1: we kind of talked about this off the air uh the other day when we were kind of having a conversation but uh Sebastian Bach I think if if God forbid anything ever happens to Axel, mm. uh I think Sebastian is the only guy that could take the reins and yeah continue so everybody else could keep making money with the name of this band
0: yeah, him getting fired from Skid Row was probably one of the worst things to happen in rock music in the last yeah. 20 years. It was yeah. stupid.
1: What did he do, do you know?
0: I don't, I don't know. That. The rumor was like he tried to get Skid Row to like, open for Kiss or whatever. And I guess the rest of the band was like, nah, we don't mm-hmm. want to. And he's like, are you fucking stupid? It's fucking Kiss. <laughs> and he they're like, you're out. <laughs> Especially on their comeback tour. This is for the Psycho Circus, the comeback tour. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, it was like 96.
1: Wow. Yeah, that is stupid. <laughs>
0: that is that fucking That is
1: the stupid. very definition of stupid.
0: I don't know. That's what rumor has. There's probably 20 different sides of the story, but we'll never fucking like, you know. I,
1: I, I just want to be clear here on the podcast. I don't know any of the sides of that story.
0: Yeah. So...
1: I'm asking legitimately. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's just from what I've read. So,
1: Well, that's good to know. And man, Izzy looks so young in this video.
0: Dude, they he all do.
1: He hasn't really changed that much, though. Like, I mean, yeah, he looks older, but and I, he looks more healthy now than he did yeah. back then.
0: Yeah, they're, they're just fucking getting drunk and doing all sorts of shit here, now.
1: <laughs> I wonder what he does. I wonder how they get in touch with him. 'Cause like Izzy is uh, notoriously reclusive. Probably by snail mail? <laughs> they write him a letter.
0: Yeah, they have to probably like ride by like horse and go to his ranch or whatever the <laughs> hell he fucking lives now. <laughs> and not live in the climb there.
1: You gotta climb the mountain. <laughs> it's like in the old Kung Fu movies where you gotta climb the mountain to get to the guru to teach you and train you in the ways of the martial art that you need to learn to defeat the bad guy and save the princess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like every Wild Wild West movie, like talking like Clint Eastwood shit. There's like, oh, there's a big fort you have to go through, with, like all these people.
1: <laughs> and then you get there, like, and he's not home. You to pick him
0: up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he left already when you came in. <laughs> <laughs> Saw you on so, a mile back. Axel sends Fernando every time. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. He'll probably send Beta.
1: No, no, dude. If he sent Beta, that, that those fuckers would be dead, and there would be a path. Pl- <laughs> there would be a concrete <laughs> path laid out straight to it. Because <laughs> I feel like she would go in guns a blazing. Because Beta seems like the kind of person that gets shit done.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I believe. Because think about it, dude. She can wrangle Axel, <laughs> and we all know, you know, how his temper can be. and... Yeah. You know, she can be like, hey, <laughs> comment, yeah. you cut that shit out. Then, you know, I feel like, but she's so loving and stuff like that at the same time. So maybe yeah. she uses that mother, that like straight mom balance to, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah man, she it. saved Axel from the nineties.
1: I know, dude. And we lost so many. Oh yeah. I gotta, yeah. Uh, we got to give a shout out. Uh, we lost daddy money this week.
0: Oh shit. yeah. All right. P man.
1: Yeah, so, so a moment of silence for Eddie Money. All right, now we're back to the back in the back game. To it. Now that I've killed the vibe with that sad, sad thing, let's see if we can bring it back up with some uh, with some rock and roll. Jungle. Kick-ass guitaring from Slash, I must say. As always. Whose version of the guitar solos from Appetite do you like better, Slash, Buckethead, Bumblefoot? Who else we got? Um, what was his name? It wasn't Brain. Was it Josh?
0: No, Josh was on drums. The drug thing of Robin Fink.
1: Robin Fink, yeah. And yeah, DJ Ashba.
0: Nah, fuck DJ Ashba.
1: <laughs> why does everybody hate on DJ? I don't understand
0: that. I don't know. Like, why do you come up with a top hat whose band was had a signature guy, their guitarist, wore a fucking top hat as well?
1: Yeah, you think that was his...
0: his like, it just kind of scene. baffles me. Yeah, it's like, bro, don't fucking try and copy Slash.
1: Oh. Uh, I got that. But, I mean... Yeah. For those guys for a lot, with a lot of fans, even Buckethead... With a lot of guys, there was no winning in that
0: scenario. Yeah, but I feel like Buckethead was probably like the best person to replace Lash because he's just fucking insane.
1: Yeah, and he was completely different too.
0: Oh uh, yeah, just hearing the stories of the, the demo- Chinese democracy recording sessions oh is fucking god. something else.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> my god! First off, I would have. No- I don't care how good your guitar in is. <laughs> I would never put up with some of the shit that they put up with. Do you think Axel's bad? He didn't build a fucking chicken coop in the in the goddamn studio with dog shit in it. Axel's oh bad. yeah, and then sit around watching hardcore porn in it.
0: Oh my god! In
1: between sets. That is the most fucked up shit. That's almost the, the that's the second most fucking weirdest rock and roll story I've scenario I've ever heard. The first one is Gigi Allen throwing his shit at people. <laughs> like, that, that is worse. But then actually yeah. I mean, because that because the reason that's worse is because that gives people like you and me the opportunity to get swept up into this bullshit too yeah <laughs> like what <laughs> if we're just you know walking through a club you know and like oh hey look there's gg allen he's gonna be playing there No, this might be cool. i like punk rock gg allen we'll go check that out all right this might be fun and then all of a sudden wow, what the fuck we're getting we're getting shit hurled at us yeah <laughs> and, <clears throat> yeah
0: Jeez. But there's another like buckethead story from the recording sessions there was like it was like a few days like after 11 happened. And they're showing like uh sort of like like the aftermath, whatever, and then there was apparently a KFC that got like attacked somewhere. Like I don't know if it was in the States but like overseas are showing something but a KFC getting attacked on the news and Buckethead's like, Fuck this, I'm out of here, I'm joining the army and Fuck. nothing got recorded that day. <laughs> <laughs> don't attack the man's fucking chickens. <laughs> God.
1: I don't think I've heard that one yet actually.
0: Yeah, there was in, like some article, I think they're interviewing like Zootot when he was like on the project.
1: Man, could you imagine these guys? They've worked with all these great bands over the years. Normally when somebody gets to work with them, they're grateful that they're getting to work with these guys.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: you've got Buckethead coming in. Refuse, like I understand, refusing to work after nine eleven, taking a little bit of a break, you know, getting yeah. your head back together, you know, yeah. getting calmed That because that was a hard day for everybody. I know I'm a little yeah. older than you.
0: No, I was still around when that happened. So
1: <laughs> I was around. Yeah.
0: I was there. I was a youngin', but I was there. I still remember.
1: Um, I was old enough to. I, w- I was in high school, right. So I get yeah. it, you know, I get, you know, everybody's nervous, Everybody shook up, it shook up everybody.
0: Absolutely. And
1: then, you know, you might have to calm down, but then, that, think about that, that isn't what does it. <laughs> the tower, thousands of people, thousands of people dying. No, no, but then a KFC gets blown up or something.
0: We're going to war.
1: <laughs> and I'm joining the army.
0: Motherfucker Love this GFC What can I say
1: I don't think the (laughs) army Would have put up with a chicken coop Full of dog shit
0: (laughs) Yeah They got so pissed The best was he got pissed they took it out Because it stuck up the whole fucking building (laughs) I like that smell You're fucked
1: (laughs) You're fucking stupid Alright let's get back on track now I just want to point out that I think it's ironic that right there in the music video, as we were talking about Buckethead in the Army, we saw some Army footage. I'm just going to throw that Yeah, out. <laughs> I love how that worked out. I've got another question. I'm no Axel's wearing skin tight leather pants in this signature move of the '80s. I've never worn any myself, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna finish that
0: thought. <laughs> no, <I'm> go <laughs> ahead, man. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> okay, so you know how it's always hot in LA, right? Yeah, like it's always like kind of a summery temperature. I mm. can be walking around outside, and in, in fall temperatures where it's like seventy degrees, maybe uh, yeah, between maybe sixty, sixty-five, and then you know, mm. like if you if you if you walk around, like you go to a festival, you wear shorts, you don't wear jeans, because what happens if you wear jeans to a festival? You're getting chafed as fuck, right?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Now, jeans don't have a lot of airflow in them, but they got to have more than those leather fucking spandex skin tight goddamn pants.
0: Yeah, fuck.
1: <laughs> so, all I can think about right now when I see cuz Axel runs and does like he puts a lot of energy out in one of his songs <laughs> or in the performance.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so, doing any live performance, I think. All I can in think the 90s about
1: swamp ass from hell
0: oh my god <laughs> swamp ass and fucking major dick sweat
1: oh <laughs> uh, that's, uh. that's why you have people to clean out to clean your lawn <laughs> <after>. yeah <laughs> i guess that's why you know what this is the first one so i think maybe he learned a lesson after this cuz i know after this he was wearing those little bitty short shorts for so long <laughs> Maybe that's fine. Oh yeah, you wouldn't
0: come out with any fucking pants. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wearing, wearing like, a oh, a here's kilt? a bulletproof vest. Yeah, as a kill it was like a bulletproof vest and like boxer briefs. I'm like, what this is fuck? <laughs> I was like, Is this Guns N' Roses or like the Chippendales all male review? We're just like fucking fuck clothes.
1: <laughs> but see dude, that's what we've done here. We've we, we we've come up with something here. We've <laughs> We've made an insight that nobody else has made yet. I think we may have discovered something here. I think we may have figured out why Axel went through the shorty short kilt stage. Just saying. Yeah.
0: Fucking chafe, man. <laughs> fucking chafe. <laughs> oh. I was going to say his chafe was probably as bad as the fucking uh, you know, red orange hair there.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's gold. Cool. That's why he's got the cane.
0: That's why he wears hats now. <laughs> You can't see that
1: shit. Ugh. Gross. (laughs) I'm gonna leave that in the (laughs) end.
0: You got to, man. Roll credit, bro. (laughs) Fucking done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try to compose myself and we'll continue the song. (laughs) Before we get to this next part, there's a scene in the music video here where Axel's in a hotel with, like, two Mm -hmm. or three girls, and he's watching TV. Yeah. Have you ever seen a documentary called The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, where they're talking about, like, LA's heavy metal scene in the 80s with, like, KISS and GNR and, uh, I guess, Crew and everybody?
0: I have not, actually.
1: There's a scene where uh, they're interviewing Paul Stanley, and uh, well, there's several scenes, but like, because it's a documentary, so they you know they 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 interviewed everybody and then they splice it all together. Mm-hmm. And every time you see Paul Stanley's scenes, he's laying in the bed. It's shot from uh, the camera's like above the bed, and he's looking up, and then he's laying in the bed. You know, I guess presumably naked with like uh, three women in the bed with him Mm -hmm. and uh, of course they're all, I mean they ain't butt ass naked, they're in bras and shit but he's got all these women in the bed in him and then you hear him saying stuff like you see the thing about rock and roll is that it just brings (laughs) it just brings everybody together and you see that's what I like about the rock and roll music
0: (laughs) spot on Paul Stanley impersonation there by the way (laughs)
1: Thank you. And then it's like, bro, you're not fooling anybody (laughs) right now.
0: (laughs) Another thing to point out here, too, especially with this video, I just saw, like, there's a a continuity error. There's, like, one shot where, like, Axel's singing, he's got a shirt on, then it goes from, like, behind, where he's, like, in front of the crowd, like, kneeling, and he's, like, shirt's off, then it goes back to him having a shirt on. I, I was did, like, eh. I
1: did notice that, but I also noticed uh, the microphone cover that he's using yeah. uh, keeps uh, appearing and disappearing.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think I saw like at one time it was like red, and then one time it's like white. I think, I or is it the notice same? That. I didn't know. Or no, 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 it's just the same color. I'm just looking back through. I'll no, look it. Look. I think the lighting made it look a little different. Now it goes. Or maybe
1: it is the lighting because it's it's an orderly set anyway. But to me, it looked like it was disappearing altogether. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll keep an eye on that as we move forward into one of the more highly anticipated sections of the song.
0: Yeah, it's the last minute and bit of the song here.
1: heard a cover band fail at that part what's that have you ever heard when a cover band sings this and they fail at that part
0: Um, not no i haven't actually but i bet you a lot of them probably do
1: <laughs> i've heard axel kind of i wouldn't say fail but uh when you okay i need to put in context i've seen a mm. lot of shows and sometimes they're not all going to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that right. has got to suck when you're live and you, you hit that and it doesn't come out like it's supposed to. Yeah. Like I believe it was. Uh. But actually usually nails this song. I mean, not mm-hmm. all the way through these days because. Yeah. I mean, but you got to give him a break. He's like, what, 55, 56?
0: Yeah, like Summer is mid 50s for sure.
1: Yeah, and you can't sing like that for as long as he has. It's a wonder he can still talk.
0: Yeah, no way. I mean, that's true, yeah.
1: It's a miracle, man. It's a miracle. Damn right. I can't wait till those uh those uh Appetite for Destruction re-recordings leak.
0: Oh, the 99 ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, i looking forward to it.
1: Because uh, that that part in the song right there is going to be really nice with Buckethead on it. If the sweet child of mine solo that we got from the Big Daddy closing credits.
0: Oh yeah, wasn't that Robin Fink though on that solo? Was it? I think it was. I think that was Robin Fink doing that solo. Huh.
1: Because
0: I think Buckethead was in the band at the time.
1: Oh, is Buckethead not in the 99 recordings?
0: I don't think, I don't think he was even Was he even in the band in 99. I think he started in 2000.
1: Oh, well, that's interesting. That, that actually makes it more interesting to me then, because at the same time, it's going to still have a little bit of that uh, typical rock and roll style yeah. that Robin brings in with it. Mm-hmm. But that was, uh, but you know how, like, the sweet child, it's just a little different, you know? But it's gonna mm-hmm. be, it's gonna be really interesting to hear. I did not know that Buckethead wasn't in the band, and I thought, yeah, was, I thought, uh, but then they did, what did they do between, what, 94 and
0: 99?
1: I don't think they did well, shit.
0: Yeah, because I think, well, they didn't do much with Slash and Duff. Slash left in 96, Duff left a year after. So okay. Chinese democracy really didn't start recording until, like, 97, 98, yeah, even 99, I think.
1: It doesn't take as long. Everybody's like, it took 14 years to record and shit like that. They really didn't start working on it until...
0: It til. took, like, a few years. It's just the uh, the thing with, like, Chinese democracy was basically Axel's, you know, perfectionist thing. And him being told a million times from 20,000 fucking different producers, we need to re-record this, we need to add more shit to it. Only enough be delayed it. And then also the label didn't give a fuck. They're basically sabotaging it. Axel basically just, they just wanted a fucking guns reunion. They wanted to slash back.
1: And right, they right.
0: obviously didn't see the vision that could have, you know, happened if they believed in, you know, the, the product, the, whatever Axel was trying to, you know, re- release and record and all that.
1: I, I completely agree with that. Cause you see a lot of mm-hmm. times, even in movies and things like that, where uh, the finished product can be completely ruined. um, mm-hmm. Because the uh, recording studio are acting like dickheads. Hmm. Well, I, don't, I guess in movies it wouldn't be a studio; it would be executives and dudes in suits, as I like to call them. That's, that's, that's pretty the, much. That's the the overlaying,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, name for that villain. You've got stormtroopers, you've got the popo, and you've got dudes in suits.
0: You got fucking suits, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you've watched Honorage. You know, Billy Walsh calls everyone a fucking suit.
1: (laughs) We're really going to have fun with this because Dizzy wasn't in the band either. That's another thing about the Appetite recordings Yeah, that people are forgetting. We're getting Dizzy on these for the first time.
0: Yeah, so you're getting more added, like, keyboards and pianos and shit. I think even, yeah. was Pittman there in 99? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Pittman was there, so, was... so you're going to get a shit ton of, like, synths and stuff.
1: Well, I don't know if he was playing synths yet. Was he playing synths, or was he still on one of the guitars? Because if Buckethead wasn't there, it makes sense that he would have been on guitar still.
0: Pittman? No, because 99 it was, Oh, they still had, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, who was in 99 lineup. So it was Axel, obviously, Robin Fink. That was when they still had Josh Freese. He was still there for Summit 99. Right. Um, Stinson was definitely there. Yeah. Uh, Dizzy Reed, obviously.
1: But in this live, he plays the congas. Do you think he's going to play the congas on the studio version?
0: Maybe, definitely. The
1: congas or the congos? I don't know.
0: What the, those fucking congos, the bongos, those fucking drums Giant over fucking there.
1: bongos, people. He plays Honestly. percussion.
0: Chris Pippen in the studio was, like, good for a lot of things, but him fucking live, he's the most useless band member ever. Uh, um, Sorry, I don't know if you've seen the, the GIFs of him just, like, mm-hmm. throwing a fucking towel around. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. him just, like, playing with a Morocco or some shit. I was like...
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Like, I see him there. <laughs> Man, I He's like there. Pittman. I really do. I want to point that out. I like him. I'm not going to throw any shade on him because I yeah. don't dislike him personally. No, but,
0: he contributed a lot to Chinese democracy. Like, really a lot like Madagascar, from... I think, was one of his okay. like, songs.
1: With the exception of Madagascar.
0: And I think Silkworms. I think he probably did Sins and stuff on that, too, I think.
1: I heard he helped write that, too.
0: Yeah. It I was like hard. him and Dizzy Reed, I think, wrote that.
1: I can't think of anything I ever heard like, live, and then being like, oh, yeah, that's Pittman playing. Yeah. That's weird. I've never thought about it before. He <laughs> is.
0: Yeah, probably a lot of his shit live. got cut, I think. Yeah.
1: Well, he does the, uh, the November Rain, the violins and shit.
0: Oh, yeah, probably, like, pre programmed and stuff into there.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. does he play them on the keyboard?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's pre programmed, like, on the keyboard or whatever.
1: Oh, you it's like it's- the.
0: the madagascar intro like those french horns were like like guess like a preset on a keyboard
1: yeah but he also does the uh the, the 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 quotes like martin luther king and seven and all the movies and
0: yeah yeah he quotes that up so that's yeah
1: and shit so hmm. do you think do you think see when you get to into this electronic shit it's very easy to just put it on a laptop have it out of sight, <laughs> hit the yeah. bar and then fake like you're doing it on stage. <laughs> well,
0: know? listen, man, a lot of a lot of like, you know, dance music DJs fucking do that. So, I mean, hey, why not press play?
1: <laughs> I wonder how many times Chris Pittman came up to the show hung over. It's just like, man, I I just don't feel like playing the, that November <laughs> press, rain <yeah>. intro.
0: <laughs> press play and just fucking throw your hands in the air like you just don't care
1: that's it <laughs> like that time Nirvana had the lip sync and they got all pissed oh. off about it
0: oh jeez <laughs> that, that's interesting
1: we've got the uh, clockwork orange visuals here where Axel's in the chair and he's got his head strapped mm. in and he's watching the TV and everything Yes. Yeah. he's I guess, becoming an L.A. beast.
0: He's becoming fucking desensitized. That's right. Pretty much. It kind of reminds me of like the uh, robot chicken open.
1: Oh, yeah, kind
0: of. Yeah. It's just strapped the chicken in. It's like, here, you're going to watch some really bad shit. <laughs> Unless maybe they took inspiration from that for this. <laughs> maybe. Too, b-
1: too bad this isn't a visual show, because that would be a great th- <laughs> to side-by-side comparison. Yeah, repairs. I was going
0: to say, if anyone wants to the side-by-side, you pull up the Welcome to the Jungle video around like the 350 mark and pull up the robot chicken intro, put that shit side by side.
1: Boom. Do your homework, people. We're not your mom. We don't spoon-feed you everything on this damn show.
0: (laughs) We just provide, you know, chafe jokes and uh, actual (laughs) swamp dicks. That's it. And then Team Brazil jokes. That's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we got to title this episode. Welcome to the swamp ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perfect.
1: (laughs) Unrelated question. The swamp thing get swamp Ass? While you marinate on that, yes, I use the word marinate grossly, I'm going (laughs) to play the song. (laughs) I do want to say, I think Steven Adler gets overlooked a little too much, because... You know, we talk about everybody else. We talk about Slash and Duff constantly. And maybe it, maybe he wasn't at his peak when we got to the illusion times when he got fired.
0: Oh, yeah, because he, he was on so much fucking smack.
1: Yeah. He's a guy that did not survive the 80s.
0: Yeah. I like think he still has. Barely survived. He just like sounds like he's... Decent live now is whatever, but like he just sounds like fucked. He sounds fucked up now.
1: When he, when he talks.
0: Yeah, it's just like, right like on wow. Radical man. Yeah, it's just like I, I think he has a bit of a lisp. It's like weird.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel bad for Stephen. I do. That hmm. happened to him, but he was really a great drummer. I mean, yeah,
0: he, this he was wasn't bad.
1: This is my scale of drumming. So when I say somebody's a really great drummer, this is—I'm uh, probably uh, really hurting my opinion here, as far as like what you think about it, like uh, my credibility, because this yeah. is my scale for a great drummer. As long as you're better than Lars Ulrich, uh, you're—it's you're, great drummer. Yeah, that's—that's <laughs> uh, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Stephen wasn't bad. I just think like he kind of screwed himself over, killing all heroin addiction, and then like for talking shit about Ax and all these guys for twenty plus years. It's like you're hurting your chances, man. Shut up.
1: Yeah, but can you blame him? Like, I mean, if he would have, if he would have uh, used his getting fired the right way, now that can make a career. Yeah like i know it's it's hard to see at the time but like when steven first got fired the world's eyes were on him if he would have put it down right then and mm-hmm. come up with another band like the dude from megadeth did then, oh yeah
0: like david Mustaine,
1: yeah then he could have at least divided the audience or
0: mm-hmm. at
1: least not maybe not divide them in like directly in two like like you know how Slash and Duff did when they did Velvet Revolver, but he could have at least took a chunk of them with him, and you know, still been able to make his his, his own money doing his own thing. Uh, I feel yeah, like and a still be like successful.
0: slightly relevant.
1: Yeah, he's still yeah. doing that though, isn't he? Still doing like uh, Adler's Appetite and
0: yeah, I think yeah, he's still doing like here and there, but he's gone through like twenty thousand fucking singers, so I don't know what's going on with that right now.
1: <laughs> Do you think if they said? if frank if frank ever just like <coughs> up and left and then they made the invitation like steven come back full time do you think he could handle the schedule at this point
0: for some of it yeah but i don't think not all of it no way it i just added at his rate right now i don't know man i don't think so
1: i mean it's still cool when he does come out like when they introduce yeah. him Like those little surprises, like when Izzy comes Mm. out from time to time. That's always really Oh
0: yeah, in 06 he did that a lot. Even like into 2010, Izzy would come out here and there.
1: Oh yeah, he came out uh, in 2014. Was it 14 or 13? No, I was thinking it was 13. 2013. Mm. Or... Whenever the hell that first Vegas residency was, Izzy played a couple of shows there. Oh. Because, uh... Because I was there for those. And uh, that O2 show in Europe, where they uh, filmed it for what would eventually become Appetite for Democracy, the DVD, the first attempt at recording a DVD that never actually got released.
0: Oh, that Um, one that leaked around and stuff with the pro shot.
1: Yeah. It was weird because it leaked, and then after it leaked, they decided to show it on TV. (laughs) All right. And... uh, We'll get into, uh, I'm sure we'll get into some of that later. But if you do get a chance to see the O2 show from, I think it's uh, 20, it's either 2012 or 2013, uh, when Tommy Stinson plays Motivation, there's a guy in the crowd that you should uh, look for. And, <laughs> and that's definitely my favorite part of the video. It's like, uh, it cuts to a guy and you can tell he has, it looks like he's standing up asleep. Oh, right? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and everything, like, like all these people are dancing around him and he, uh, you, you'll just have to see it for yourself. I'm sure we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. to the jungle. We've made it all video. the way through. Yes. I, I I, mean, especially for its time. But, mm-hmm. man, music videos back in the day. When you first get MTV, you know what I'm saying? When they first come out, and then they had that, that rush of music videos, like every band had to get a music video. So, like, it's all live. You know what I mean? It's like everybody just mm-hmm. like hired a camera crew to record them playing it live, and then they threw that together. Yeah, that
0: That's the cheaper way to do it instead of like, having to, you know, make a set, hire actors, get a fucking real director and all that stuff. So, right, definitely. but at the same time, yeah, we we're was in the... a
1: rush. Like, we gotta get our shit on MTV because then everybody had to catch up. <laughs> Aerosmith, uh, hmm. I guess maybe even The Stones, but you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody had to get music videos out now because yeah. they were playing all that British shit at first. Like, Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. And then, then they... uh everybody kind of rushed rushed them with all those live videos. So this was a music video that was done in a time where it was kind of a mixed bag. But uh, then mm-hmm. it became, you know, as the MTV evolved, everything became a very uh, well-polished music video.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then now is pretty much dead. But we still have YouTube and shit. And yeah. now we've gone back to it being a mixed bag again. Now it's all lyric videos mm-hmm. <laughs> and...
0: Um, yeah, it's, it's all promo stuff, basically.
1: But it's interesting to see the evolution of the music video and how it has survived as an art form throughout the various yeah. uh, it's types. It's still
0: like that here and there, but it's very like sparingly, I'd oh, say. Yeah.
1: And guitar solos are also, unfortunately, a thing of the past with new music. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, now, there's a, uh, I think it's the O2 show or one of the shows where Izzy plays... Uh, and Axel says that uh, Izzy wrote one word of "Welcome to the Jungle," and that word was "jungle." <laughs> you think there's any? You think there's any truth to that, or you think that was just Axel fucking around?
0: No, I think it's just Axel fucking around. To be honest.
1: All right, well, guys, it is time for the closing segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Chris? Do you have any last words that you want to add on "Welcome to the Jungle" before we move on to our final segment?
0: yeah um i i was even doing like research on this i remember i don't know if you ever saw it like there was concert footage from i think like 91 or something where it was like the perfect intro to jungle where axel was telling the story about uh you know the making of the song whatever and then like it was the perfect intro it was like uh let me try to remember how it was going he's like oh he's talking about the homeless man whatever man on the street he's like oh do you know who you are you know we you are, whatever? Oh yeah. yeah. like the perfect engine goes, I was in the middle of the fucking jungle, baby. <laughs> and I was about to die. And then like slash pretty much. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with
1: the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.
0: Which fucks everything up because <laughs> he's so shitty. He's, he's like, no, 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 just like just to stop the cigarette in his mouth. He's like, uh, <laughs> fucking hanging just... halfway up.
1: You remember the night that Slash was trying to put his shoes on and Axel was trying to stall and getting pissed off? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> they used to pose uh, Slash would would uh, they'd have to do photo shoots and Slash would be passed out drunk so they'd put shades on him and lean him up against shit <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and still do the photo shoot <laughs> that's how you know you've made it when everybody will put up with this bullshit out of everybody that's how you know you've made it
0: oh fuck yeah
1: <laughs> alright since our first episode Chris you want to push the button this week
0: alright in the wheel make a deal. Uh, 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 and...
1: Prostitute.
0: Oh! I dig that, I dig that.
1: Alright. It's gonna be an exciting episode, because I like this song.
0: Prostitute. Yeah,
1: some An interesting time to do some, uh, to do some, uh some digging for our next episode.
0: Oh, for sure. Cause you know, we had a couple versions of the song leak, uh, what like last week, a couple weeks ago yeah, from this cool. time of recording, I guess.
1: Oh yeah. So it's going to be fun to go listen to those and, uh, nah. talk about them and, uh, the mm-hmm. song and the album and all the good things that we're going to talk about. Nah. Also, I want to say to everybody listening out there, send us your feedback on the show. Let us know what you think. Help us make it better. Mm-hmm. Tell us what we can yeah. do. If you've got some ideas for the show, and we will read your feedback on our podcast. No, yeah. we do, do. We have a Twitter yet?
0: Oh, we do. Yeah, it's going to be at Guns and Guns. The just the letter N Radio Pod. So you can tweet us, send us DMs, whatever. There. You can also you know tweet me directly. My Twitter is at c c Caputo. It's c c a p u t o two one two. So you can always you know direct direct your love or your hate mail my way. So. <laughs>
1: And I'm at Dustin Burcham. That's D-U-S-T-I-N-B-U-R-C-H-A-M. And you can also send your love and hate to me. Either way, you know we're going to read it. So
0: Yeah. We'll yeah, hey, try okay. to, at least.
1: You be cool. We'll read your shit. You be a dick. We'll still read it, but maybe not on the air. Yeah, I'll
0: Unless probably it's really just block good. your ass, because fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless it's really good. If you just roast the shit out of me, and I, I, and, yeah. and it makes me laugh... I will. I, I I will read it. So if you're gonna do, yeah. it, if you're gonna go that route, at least make me laugh.
0: <laughs> or else I'll all block right? your ass worse than Hulk Hogan blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I've Still to this blocked, day, brother.
1: <laughs> I got blocked by Hillary Clinton.
0: Ah, oh, fucker.
1: <laughs> and all I said was, she posted. A, she opened. She started it. goddammit, it, because she said. <laughs> that, that if you've got a question for me, send me the question on Twitter and I will answer it. So I said, "Add Hillary Clinton. How do you expect to win the uh, to, to to win the general election when you didn't even win the primary?" And, and I got blocked. Wow. So that's gonna do it for this week's edition of Guns and Radio. You want to play us out, buddy?
0: Yeah, let's do it, man. Um, thank you, and we will see you on the next episode, prostitute episode number two. Prostitute. I was going to say, they made it past all the uh, chafe and uh, sweaty dick jokes. It's pretty good, actually.
1: <laughs> Maybe there will be more. Let us know. Do you want more of that or less of that?
0: And more Buckethead stories next week, too. All right. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Peace.